3. Eat first potato. How far would the boy have to travel to accomplish the feat of picking them all up? We will not consider the journey involved in placing the potatoes, so that he starts from the basket with them all laid out. 75. The passenger's fare. At first sight you would hardly think there was matter for dispute in the question involved in the following little incident. Yet it took the two persons concerned some little time to come to an agreement. Mr. Smithers hired a motor car to take him from Adelford to Clinkerville and back again for L3. At Baconham, just midway, he picked up an acquaintance, Mr. Tompkins, and agreed to take him on to Clinkerville and bring him back to Baconham on the return journey. How much should he have charged the passenger? That is the question. What was a reasonable fare for Mr. Tompkins? Digital puzzles. Nine worthies were they called? Dryden, the flower and the leaf. I give these puzzles, dealing with the nine digits, a class to themselves, because I had always thought that they deserve more consideration than they usually receive. Beyond the mere trick of casting out nines, very little seems to be generally known of the laws involved in these problems, and yet an acquaintance with the properties of the digits often supplies, among other uses, a certain number of arithmetical checks that are of real value in the saving of labor. Let me give just one example the first that occurs to me. If the reader were required to determine whether or not 15.763.530.163.289 is a square number, how would he proceed? If the number had ended with a 2, 3, 7, or 8 in the digits place, of course he would know that it could not be a square, but there is nothing in its apparent form to prevent its being 1. I suspect that in such a case he would set to a work with a sigh or a groan, at the laborious task of extracting the square root. Yet if he had given a little attention to the study of the digital properties of numbers, he would settle the question in a simple way. The sum of the digits is 59, the sum of which is 14, the sum of which is 5 which I call the digital root. And therefore I know that the number cannot be a square, and for this reason, the digital root of successive square numbers from 1 upwards is always 1, 4, 7, or 9 and can never be anything else, in fact, the series, 1, 4, 9, 7, 7, 9, 4, 1, 9, is repeated into infinity, the analogous series for triangular numbers is 1, 3, 6, 1, 6, 3, 1, 9, 9, so here we had a similar negative check, for a number cannot be triangular that island n squared n2 if its digital root be 2, 4, 5, 7, or 8, 76, the barrel of beer, a man bought an odd lot of wine in barrels and one barrel containing beer, these are shown in the illustration, marked with the number of gallons that each barrel contained, he sold a quantity of the wine to a one man and twice the quantity to another, but kept the beer to himself, the puzzle is to point out which barrel contains beer, can you say which one it is, of course, the man sold the barrels just as he bought them, without manipulating in any way the contents. Illustration, 15 gallows 31 gallows 19 gallows 20 gallows 16 gallows 18 gallows 77. Digits and squares. Illustration, 192384576 It will be seen in the diagram that we have so arranged the nine digits in a square that the number in the second row is twice that in the first row, and the number in the bottom row three times that in the top row. There are three other ways of arranging the digits so as to produce the same result. Can you find them? 78. Odd and even digits. Beyond digits. 1, 3, 5, 7, and 9. Add up 25. 
while the even figures, 2, 4, 6, and 8, only add up 20. Arrange these figures so that the odd ones and the even ones add up alike. Complex and improper fractions and recurring decimals are not allowed. 79. The Locker's Puzzle. Illustration. A BC man had in his office three cupboards, each containing nine lockers, as shown in the diagram. He told his clerk to place a different one figure number on each locker of cupboard A and to do the same in the case of B and of C, as we are here allowed to call not a digit, and he was not prohibited from using not as a number. He clearly had the option of omitting any one of ten digits from each cupboard. Now, the employer did not say the lockers were to be numbered in any numerical order, and he was surprised to find, when the work was done, that the figures had apparently been mixed up indiscriminately. Calling upon his clerk for an explanation, the eccentric lad stated that the notion had occurred to him so to arrange the figures that in each case they formed a simple addition sum, the two upper rows of figures producing the sum in the lowest row. But the most surprising point was this, that he had so arranged them that the addition in A gave the smallest possible sum, that the addition in C gave the largest possible sum, and that all the nine digits in the three totals were different. The puzzle is to show how this could be done. No decimals are allowed and the naught may not appear in the hundreds place. 80. The three groups. There appeared in Nouvelles Annales de Mathematiques the following puzzle as a modification of one of my Canterbury puzzles. Arrange the nine digits in three groups of two, three, and four digits, so that the first two numbers when multiplied together make the third. Thus, 12x483 5.796. I now also propose to include the cases where there are 1, 4, and 4 digits, such as 4x1.7386.952. Can you find all the possible solutions in both cases? 81. The 9 counters. I have 9 counters, each bearing one of the 9 digits. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 and 9. I arranged them on the table into groups, as shown in the illustration so as to form two multiplication sums, and found that both sums gave the same product. You will find that 158 multiplied by 23 is 3.634, and that 79 multiplied by 46 is also 3.634. Now, the puzzle I propose is to rearrange the counters so as to get as large a product as possible. What is the best way of placing them? Remember both groups must multiply to the same amount and there must be three counters multiplied by two in one case, and two multiplied by two counters in the other, just as at present. 82. The ten counters. In this case we use the naught in addition to the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. The puzzle island is in the last case, so to arrange the ten counters that the products of the two multiplications shall be the same, and you may here have one or more figures in the multiplier as you choose. The above is a very easy feat, but it is also required to find the two arrangements giving pairs of the highest and lowest products possible. Of course every counter must be used, and the cipher may not be placed to the left of a row of figures where it would have no effect. Vulgar fractions or decimals are not allowed. 83. Digital Multiplication. Here is another entertaining problem with the nine digits, the naught being excluded, using each figure once, and only once. We can form two multiplication sums that have the same product, and this may be done in many ways. For example, 7x658 and 14x329 contain all the digits once, and the product in each case is the same 4.606. Now, 
it will be seen that the sum of the digits in the product is 16, which is neither the highest nor the lowest sum so obtainable. Can you find the solution of the problem that gives the lowest possible sum of digits in the common product, also that which gives the highest possible sum? 84. The PIRRODs Puzzle. The Piro in the illustration is standing in a posture that represents the sign of multiplication. He is indicating the peculiar fact that 15 multiplied by 93 produces exactly the same figures 1.395. Differently arranged. The puzzle is to take any four digits you like all different and similarly arrange them so that the number formed on one side of the Piro when multiplied by the number on the other side shall produce the same figures. There are very few ways of doing it and I shall give all the cases possible. Can you find them all? You are allowed to put two figures on each side of the Piro as in the example shown, or to place a single figure on one side and three figures on the other. If we only use three digits instead of four, the only possible ways are these, three multiplied by 51 equals 153, and six multiplied by 21 equals 126. 85. The cab numbers. A London policeman one night saw two cabs drive off in opposite directions under suspicious circumstances. This officer was a particularly careful and wide-awake man, and he took out his pocketbook to make an entry of the numbers of the cabs, but discovered that he had lost his pencil. Luckily, however, he found a small piece of chalk, with which he marked the two numbers on the gateway of a wharf close by. When he returned to the same spot on his beat he stood and looked again at the numbers and noticed this peculiarity, that all the nine digits no not were used and that no figure was repeated, but that if he multiplied the two numbers together they again produced the nine digits, all once, and once only, when one of the clerks arrived at the wharf in the early morning, he observed the chalk marks and carefully rubbed them out, as the policeman could not remember them, certain mathematicians were then consulted as to whether there was any known method for discovering all the pairs of numbers that had the peculiarity that the officer had noticed, but they knew of none. The investigation, however, was interesting, and the following question out of many was proposed, what two numbers, containing together all the nine digits, will, when multiplied together, produce another number the highest possible containing also all the nine digits, the naught is not allowed anywhere. 86. Queer multiplication. If I multiply area code 51249876 by 3 thus using all the 9 digits once, and once only, I get area code 1537496286, which again contains all the 9 digits once. Similarly, if I multiply area code 1658374269 by 9 the result is area code 1492536786, where in each case all the 9 digits are used. Now. Take 6 as your multiplier and try to arrange the remaining 8 digits so as to produce by multiplication a number containing all 9 once, and once only. You will find it far from easy, but it can be done. 87. The number checks puzzle. Where a large number of workmen are employed on a building it is customary to provide every man with a little disc bearing his number. These are hung on a board by the men as they arrive, and serve as a check on punctuality. Now. I once noticed a foreman remove a number of these checks from his board and place them on a split ring which he carried in his pocket. This at once gave me the idea for a good puzzle. In fact, I will confide to my readers that this is just how ideas for puzzles arise. You cannot really create an idea, it happens and you have to be on the alert to seize it when it does so happen. It will be seen from the illustration that there are 10 of these checks on a ring, numbered 1 to 9 and 0. 
The puzzle is to divide them into three groups without taking any off the ring, so that the first group multiplied by the second makes the third group. For example, we can divide them into the three groups. 28907154636 by bringing the 6 and the 3 round to the 4 but unfortunately the first two when multiplied together do not make the third can you separate them correctly of course you may have as many of the checks as you like in any group the puzzle calls for some ingenuity unless you have the luck to hit on the answer by chance 88 digital division it is another good puzzle so to arrange the nine digits the not excluded into two groups so that one group when divided by the other produces a given number without remainder. For example, 13458 divided by 6729 gives 2. Can the reader find similar arrangements producing 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, and 9 respectively? Also, can we find the pairs of smallest possible numbers in each case? Thus. 14658 divided by 7329 is just as correct for 2 as the other example we have given, but the numbers are higher. 89. Adding the digits. If I write the sum of money, L987, 5S, 41 to D, and add up the digits, they sum to 36. No digit has thus been used a second time in the amount or addition. This is the largest amount possible under the conditions. Now find the smallest possible amount. Pounds. Shillings pence, and farthings being all represented, you need not use more of the nine digits than you choose, but no digit may be repeated throughout, the naught is not allowed, 90, the century puzzle, can you write 100 in the form of a mixed number, using all the nine digits once, and only once, the late distinguished French mathematician, Edward Lucas, found seven different ways of doing it, and expressed his doubts as to there being any other ways. As a matter of fact there are just 11 ways and no more. Here is one of them. 91574238. Nine of the other ways have similarly two figures in the integral part of the number, but the 11th expression has only one figure there. Can the reader find this last form? 91. More mixed fractions. When I first published my solution to the last puzzle, I was led to attempt the expression of all numbers in turn up to a 100 by a mixed fraction containing all the 9 digits. Here are 12 numbers for the reader to try his hand at, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 20, 27, 36, 40, 69, 72, 94. Use every one of the 9 digits once, and only once, in every case. 92. Digital square numbers. Here are the nine digits so arranged that they form four square numbers, 9, 81, 324, 576. Now, can you put them all together so as to form a single square number I the smallest possible, and I I the largest possible? 93, the mystic 11. Can you find the largest possible number containing any nine of the ten digits calling not a digit that can be divided by 11 without a remainder? Can you also find the smallest possible number produced in the same way that is divisible by 11? Here is an example, where the digit 5 has been omitted, 896,743,012. This number contains 9 of the digits and is divisible by 11, but it is neither the largest nor the smallest number that will work. 94. The digital century. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 100. It is required to place arithmetical signs between the nine figures so that they shall equal 100. Of course, you must not alter the present numerical arrangement of the figures. 
Can you give a correct solution that employs one the fewest possible signs, and to the fewest possible separate strokes or dots of the pen? That island it is necessary to use as few signs as possible, and those signs should be of the simplest form. The signs of addition and multiplication and x will thus count as two strokes. The sign of subtraction as one stroke. The sign of division as three. And so on. 95. The four sevens. In the illustration Professor Rackbrain is seen demonstrating one of the little posers with which he is accustomed to entertain his class. He believes that by taking his pupils off the beaten tracks he is the better able to secure their attention, and to induce original and ingenious methods of thought. He has, it will be seen, just shown how four five single quote s may be written with simple arithmetical signs so as to represent 100. Every juvenile reader will see at a glance that his example is quite correct. Now. What he wants you to do is this, arrange four seven single quote as neither more nor less with arithmetical signs so that they shall represent 100. If he had said we were to use four nine single quote as we might at once have written 9999, but the four seven single quote as call for rather more ingenuity. Can you discover the little trick? 96. The dice numbers. I had a set of four dice, not marked with spots in the ordinary way, but with Arabic figures. As shown in the illustration, each die, of course, bears the numbers 1 to 6. When put together they will form a good many, different numbers. As represented they make the number 1246. Now, if I make all the different four-figure numbers that are possible with these dice never putting the same figure more than once in any number, what will they all add up to? You are allowed to turn the 6 upside down, so as to represent a 9. I do not ask, or expect the reader to go to all the labor of writing out the full list of numbers and then adding them up. Life is not long enough for such wasted energy. Can you get at the answer in any other way? Various A-R-I-D-H-M-E-D-I-C-A-L and A-L-G-A-B-R-A-I-C-A-L problems. Variety is the very spice of life. That gives it all its flavor. Cooper, the task. 97. The spot on the table. A boy, recently home from school, wished to give his father an exhibition of his precocity. He pushed a large circular table into the corner of the room, as shown in the illustration, so that it touched both walls, and he then plunged to a spot of ink on the extreme edge. Here is a little puzzle for you, Peter, said the youth. That spot is exactly 8 inches from one wall and 9 inches from the other. Can you tell me the diameter of the table without measuring it? The boy was overheard to tell a friend. It fairly beat the governor but his father is known to have remarked to a city acquaintance that he solved the thing in his head in a minute. I often wonder which spoke the truth. 98. Academic Courtesies. In a certain mixed school, where a special feature was made of the inculcation of good manners, they had a curious rule on assembling every morning. There were twice as many girls as boys. Every girl made about to every other girl, to every boy, and to the teacher. Every boy made about to every other boy, to every girl and to the teacher, in all there were 900 bows made in that model academy every morning, now, can you say exactly how many boys there were in the school, if you are not very careful, you are likely to get a good deal out in your calculation, 99, the 33 pearls, a man I know, said Teddy Nicholson at a certain family party, possesses a string of 33 pearls, the middle pearl is the largest and best of all, and the others are so selected and arranged that, Starting from one end, each successive pearl is worth L100 more than the preceding one, right up to the big pearl. From the other end the pearls increase in value by L150 up to the large pearl, 
the whole string is worth L65.000. What is the value of that large pearl? Pearls and other articles of clothing, said Uncle Walter. When the price of the precious gem had been discovered, remind me of Adam and Eve. Authorities, you may not know, differ as to the number of apples that were eaten by Adam and Eve. It is the opinion of some that Eve ate eight and Adam to two, a total of ten only. But certain mathematicians have figured it out differently, and hold that Eve ate and Adam a total of sixteen. Yet the most recent investigators think the above figures entirely wrong. For if Eve ate and Adam ate two, the total must be ninety. Well, said Harry, it seems to me that if there were giants in those days, probably Eve ate one and Adam ate two, which would give a total of 163. I am not at all satisfied, said Maud. It seems to me that if Eve ate one and Adam ate one two, they together consumed 893. I am sure you are all wrong, insisted Mr. Wilson, for I consider that Eve ate one for Adam, and Adam ate one two for Eve. So we get a total of 8.938. But, look here, broke in Herbert. If Eve ate one for Adam and Adam ate one to four to oblige Eve, surely the total must have been 82.056. At this point Uncle Walter suggested that they might let the matter rest. He declared it to be clearly what mathematicians call an indeterminate problem. 100. The Laborer's Puzzle. Professor Rackbrain, during one of his rambles, chanced to come upon a man digging a deep hole. Good morning, he said. How deep is that hole? Guess, replied the laborer. My height is exactly 5 feet 10 inches. How much deeper are you going? Said the professor. I am going twice as deep, was the answer. And then my head will be twice as far below ground as it is now above ground. Rackbrain now asks if you could tell how deep that hole would be when finished. 101. The trusses of hay. Farmer Tompkins had five trusses of hay which he told his man Hodge to weigh before delivering them to a customer. The stupid fellow weighed them two at a time in all possible ways, and informed his master that the weights in pounds were 110, 112, 113, 114, 115, 116, 117, 118, 120, and 121. Now. How was Farmer Tompkins to find out from these figures how much every one of the five trusses weighed singly? The reader may at first think that he ought to be told which pair is which pair, or something of that sort, but it is quite unnecessary. Can you give the five correct weights? 102. Mr. G.U.B.B. Ions in a fog. Mr. Gubbins, a diligent man of business, was much inconvenienced by a London fog. The electric light happened to be out of order and he had to manage as best he could with two candles. His clerk assured him that though both were of the same length one candle would burn for four hours and the other for five hours. After he had been working some time he put the candles out as the fog had lifted, and he then noticed that what remained of one candle was exactly four times the length of what was left of the other. When he got home that night Mr. Gubbins, who liked a good puzzle, said to himself, Of course it is possible to work out just how long those two candles were burning today. I'll have a shot at it. But he soon found himself in a worse fog than the atmospheric one. Could you have assisted him in his dilemma? How long were the candles burning? 103. Painting the lamp posts. Tim Murphy and Pat Donovan were engaged by the local authorities to paint the lamp posts in a certain street. Tim, who was an early riser, arrived first on the job, and had painted three on the south side when Pat turned up and pointed out that Tim's contract was for the north side. 
So Tim started afresh on the north side and Pat continued on the south. When Pat had finished his side he went across the street and painted six posts for Tim. And then the job was finished, as there was an equal number of lamp posts on each side of the street. The simple question is, which man painted the more lamp posts? And just how many more? 104. Catching the thief. Now, constable, said the defendant's counsel in cross-examination. You say that the prisoner was exactly 27 steps ahead of you when you started to run after him? Yes, sir. And you swear that he takes 8 steps to your 5? That is so. Then I ask you, constable, as an intelligent man, to explain how you ever caught him. If that is the case, well, you see, I have got a longer stride. In fact, two of my steps are equal in length to five of the prisoners. If you work it out, you will find that the number of steps I required would bring me exactly to the spot where I captured him. Here the foreman of the jury asked for a few minutes to figure out the number of steps the constable must have taken. Can you also say how many steps the officer needed to catch the thief? 105. The Parish Council Election. Here is an easy problem for the novice. At the last election of the Parish Council of Tittlebury in the marsh there were 23 candidates for 9 seats. Each voter was qualified to vote for 9 of these candidates or for any less number. One of the electors wants to know in just how many different ways it was possible for him to vote. 106. The immediately DOWN election. At the last parliamentary election at Muddletown 5.473 votes were polled. The Liberal was elected by a majority of 18 over the Conservative, by 146 over the Independent, and by 575 over the Socialist. Can you give a simple rule for figuring out how many votes were polled for each candidate? 107. The Suffragists Meeting. At a recent secret meeting of suffragists a serious difference of opinion arose. This led to a split and a certain number left the meeting. I had half a mind to go myself, said the chairwoman, and if I had done so, two-thirds of us would have retired. True, said another member, but if I had persuaded my friends Mrs. Wilde and Christine Armstrong to remain we should only have lost half our number. Can you tell how many were present at the meeting at the start? 108. The Leap Year Ladies Last Leap Year Ladies lost no time in exercising the privilege of making proposals of marriage. If the figures that reached me from an occult source are correct, the following represents the state of affairs in this country. A number of women proposed once each, of whom one-eighth were widows. In consequence, a number of men were to be married of whom one-eleventh were widowers. Of the proposals made to widowers, one-fifth were declined. All the widows were accepted. Thirty-five forty-fourths of the widows married bachelors. One thousand two hundred and twenty-one spinsters were declined by bachelors. The number of spinsters accepted by bachelors was seven times the number of widows accepted by bachelors. Those are all the particulars that I was able to obtain. Now, how many women proposed? 109. The Great Scramble. After dinner, the five boys of a household happened to find a parcel of sugar plums. It was quite an expected loot, and an exciting scramble ensued, the full details of which I will recount with accuracy, as it forms an interesting puzzle. You see. Andrew managed to get possession of just two-thirds of the parcel of sugar plums. Bob at once grabbed three-eighths of these, and Charlie managed to seize three-tenths also. Then young David dashed upon the scene, and captured all that Andrew had left, except one-seventh, which Edgar artfully secured for himself by a cunning trick. Now the fun began in real earnest, for Andrew and Charlie jointly set upon Bob, 
who stumbled against the fender and dropped half of all that he had, which were equally picked up by David and Edgar, who had crawled under a table and were waiting. Next, Bob sprang on Charlie from a chair, and upset all the latter's collection onto the floor. Of this prize Andrew got just a quarter. Bob gathered up one-third, David got two-sevenths, while Charlie and Edgar divided equally what was left of that stock. They were just thinking the fray was over when David suddenly struck out into directions at once, upsetting three-quarters of what Bob and Andrew had last acquired. The two latter, with the greatest difficulty, recovered five-eighths of it in equal shares, but the three others each carried off one-fifth of the same. Every sugar plum was now accounted for, and they called a truce and divided equally amongst them the remainder of the parcel, what is the smallest number of sugar plums there could have been at the start, and what proportion did each boy obtain, 110, the abbot's puzzle, the first English puzzlist whose name has come down to us was a Yorkshireman no other than Alquin, abbot of Canterbury AD 7358-04, here is a little puzzle from his works, which is at least interesting on account of its antiquity, If 100 bushels of corn were distributed among 100 people in such a manner that each man received three bushels, each woman two, and each child half a bushel, how many men, women, and children were there? Now, there are six different correct answers, if we exclude a case where there would be no women, but let us say that there were just five times as many women as men, then what is the correct solution? 111. Reaping the corn. A farmer had a square cornfield. The corn was all right for reaping, and, as he was short of men, it was arranged that he and his son should share the work between them. The farmer first cut one rod wide all round the square, thus leaving a smaller square of standing corn in the middle of the field. Now, he said to his son, I have cut my half of the field, and you can do your share. The son was not quite satisfied as to the proposed division of labor, and as the village schoolmaster happened to be passing. He appealed to that person to decide the matter. He found the farmer was quite correct, provided there was no dispute as to the size of the field, and on this point they were agreed. Can you tell the area of the field, as that ingenious schoolmaster succeeded in doing? 112. A puzzling legacy. A man left a hundred acres of land to be divided among his three sons Alfred, Benjamin, and Charles in the proportion of one-third, one-fourth, and one-fifth respectively. But Charles died. How was the land to be divided fairly between Alfred and Benjamin? 113. The torn number. I had the other day in my possession a label bearing the number 3025 in large figures. This got accidentally torn in half. So that 30 was on one piece and 25 on the other, as shown on the illustration. On looking at these pieces I began to make a calculation, scarcely conscious of what I was doing, when I discovered this little peculiarity. If we add the 30 and the 25 together and square the sum we get as the result the complete original number on the label. Thus, 30 added to 25 is 55, and 55 multiplied by 55 is 3025. Curious, is it not? Now, the puzzle is to find another number, composed of four figures, all different, which may be divided in the middle and produce the same result. 114. Curious Numbers The number 48 has this peculiarity, that if you add 1 to it the result is a square number 49, the square of 7, and if you add 1 to its half, you also get a square number 25, the square of 5. Now, there is no limit to the numbers that have this peculiarity, and it is an interesting puzzle to find three more of them the smallest possible numbers. What are they?
115. A printer's error. In a certain article a printer had to set up the figures 5 4 x to 3.